think editorializing on interesting facts is sort of like the gist of it. What does factual even mean anyway? I mean, it certainly means different things to different people. Okay, so uh, welcome to Feature Creep, colon. Built-in microwave. Semicolon. Uh, short. Short, yeah. Uh, we're going to do a little quote from a book. Um, chapter 31. Chapter 31 of the Tao Te Ching. Yes. Uh, as translated by Stephen Mitchell. Yeah, he's great. He's a great translator of Eastern philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought uh, you can read the quote, and I'll just prep it a little bit. Um, I think this is uh, pretty pretty relevant considering the Black Lives Movement and especially um, the extremely excessive use of police force since then. Yeah. Uh, so we but should also before then, but also since then. Yes. For uh, in for fact, f- for all of the time. All of the time for four hundred years. Yeah. Um yeah, so justifiable and righteous anger and uprising. Yeah. Um so for for people who don't know, the Tao Te Ching is a f- Eastern philosophy, mm-hmm. a, a philosophical text written by Lao Tzu um many, many, many years ago. Um and it's kind of a manual for how to live a good life. And it's told in 81 chapters. And the chapters are roughly as long as what we're about to read to you now. And again, this was chapter 31. All right. Go ahead. <clears throat> Weapons are the tools of violence. All decent men detest them. Weapons are the tools of fear. A decent man will avoid them except in the direst necessity and, if compelled, will use them only with the utmost restraint. Peace is his highest value. If the peace has been shattered, how can he be content? His enemies are not demons, <clears throat> but humans, human beings like himself. He doesn't wish them personal harm, nor does he rejoice in victory. How could he rejoice in victory and delight in the slaughter of men? He enters a battle bravely, gravely, with sorrow and with great compassion, as if he were attending a funeral. And I like this. Um, with the exception of I think this is very pertinent to our current situation with the exception of the last stanza he enters the battle gravely with sorrow and with great compassion as if he were attending a funeral only because police are not actually in battle with anyone they're supposed to be serving not attacking (laughs) the people they're supposed to be serving but the rest of it I find very appropriate yep what what do you think about it um I I agree with that sentiment. Um, In fact, I didn't really even consider that because I I consider the people who are, um, if the police were entering battle with with sorrow and the greatest of compassion, Mm -hmm. um, then we wouldn't be in this situation. That's really true. Because they're not attacking people who are fighting back. That's very fair. They are basically, you know, brutalizing masses of people who are standing idly by basically bystanders and innocence mm-hmm. and you know pushing old men on the ground and just generally being aggressive assholes a streaking yeah that's the thing I, <clears throat> I mean, that's yeah essentially it we were supposed you know we were told our whole lives growing up like oh gangs are bad gangs are bad gangs are bad and the people yeah. telling that to us are a big fat gang <laughs> right exactly yeah um yeah and i mean that is kind of i anyway yeah i i really I think that, um, like a lot of the chapters in the Tao Te Ching, um, it's, 
I love how it's both repetitive, but not. Mm-hmm. It says the same thing over and over and over again in about as many different ways as it possibly can. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I just, I think it, it, it's really relevant because, you know, we live in a time right now where it's really, really, really clear how awful violence is in America, yeah. especially towards uh, black lives and especially towards, um, uh, you know, anyone who's not white. Yeah. So. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I find it really concerning how like your average person, especially like, uh, like Karens, you know, like sure. all of the Karens running around where the second you might be put in a situation where you feel the slightest bit uncomfortable, you're willing to instigate state violence against someone. Yeah. Right. That is shocking and like, like some Nazi bullshit to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's atrocious. Um, I also, I wanted to just kind of make a comment. Um, I think this is true just about gender in the sense that, um, this passage uses the he pronoun, mm. but many of them use the she pronoun, and he seems to alternate between them sort of just at whim yeah. rather than um, – I, I don't know if he makes a comment about it in the book, but it's – generally, these don't seem to be very gender-specific. Pacif- yeah. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I just thought that would be – Yeah, I wonder – Especially it- in these, you know, in these times when we're talking about, like, especially, like, black uh, trans women who are being, you know, systematically murdered and yeah. – a lot of the other stuff so you know that's yeah of of relevance so. yeah i think it totally is i wonder if this was written like when was the last time this was translated i wonder if it was updated uh to a current version like this one says hardcover copyright 1988 and we have okay so ours was this last edition that you and I both have was published yep. 2006. And I wonder if it was updated again, if Mitchell would use there instead of he or she. I uh, Yeah, I don't know. Um, because the, it references the master, right? So the, ma- yeah. the, uh, the master, the person, the person who is a master of the way, the yes, Tao, right. um, is one who does this or does not do that or lives in accord with or yep. uh, avoids such and such. And so you could easily, I suspect that this was written without gender being included just because of when it was written by who yeah i i kind of brought that up without doing some of the due diligence and preference it's a good point though i do feel like i'd read somewhere about the translation and he either talks about it in the foreword or somewhere um about there not being in the english language the proper pronoun that is Mm -hmm. used in the original um which he kind of talks about it being sort of gender gender ambiguous yes um much more like there or yeah similar um or one one yeah. does this the master not being you know mm-hmm. anyway um you don't need genitalia to practice this so it's right. kind of irrelevant so it's kind of irrelevant um, other than you know your personal preference of how you like to be referred to which mm-hmm. again my whole point of bringing it up is just that we don't we're not implying this is has anything to do with that right well. um yeah so uh, <laughs> i think that's what i'm getting at <laughs> let me just trip over myself so um but it doesn't matter because I'm a white man and it doesn't matter. I'm a middle-aged <laughs> white man. Like, right, right. Um, whatever whatever should, you say It goes. should, but it doesn't, apparently. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, I 
I feel like I spent a lot of our podcast saying like, please email us angry emails because we get so few anyway. It's like, we, we also any, just, some, just tell me something. It's easy for me and you to tell if we're being like satirical or sarcastic or something because we're yes. looking right at each other. And sometimes I wonder when people are listening to this who are not like familiar with uh-huh. what it's like to spend hours and hours on end. with us. Like, what the hell are they right. talking about? Well, I told you um, there's the 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 one podcast that's been sort of listened to pretty regularly is the uh how to do a thing with so no one asked you to do it again and i've had several comments that basically suggested that it was um they thought it was sad that i saw the world that way but we don't i really don't um (laughs) and we just speak fluently in that worldview but we do not espouse it ourselves no and the other thing is like i have a lot of compassion i i'm for sure not above having done some of those things at some point sure um not necessarily consciously and i also am absolutely willing and totally encouraging of people to forgive each other for doing stupid shit yeah like you know it's also if you view the world that way it's like everybody is now being passive aggressive towards you because we're all kind of just trying to like muddle through shit and sometimes Mm -hmm. i break your shit not because i meant to right i'm just an idiot clumsy asshole (laughs) just very clumsy yeah um anyway uh yeah I think one thing that this chapter makes me think of, too, is in the opening stanza where it says weapons are the tool of violence, violence, all decent men detest them. Um, The reason that you avoid violence and the tools of violence is because when you are the perpetrator of violence or the victim of violence, it is irrelevant because it is harmful to everyone in the situation. You cannot perpetrate violence and benefit yourself. Right. There is there is. A diminishing return. Right. You will never, ever get back what you think you are going to get out of being violent. Right. Um, it's a it's a loss on all sides. I, I mean, I think that's one of the hardest things about the human condition is that it's hard to see those things. Yeah. And I don't just mean like, you know, it takes a lot of considered thought to see beyond your immediate actions. Mm hmm. And so in the immediate, you're like, well, if I kill this person, then I can have their resource that I want. Or, or prevent them, them from... I can prevent them from taking the resource that I think I need to have right now. Right. Um, and it's hard to... So many things require us to think beyond that mm-hmm. and think down the road and be cognizant of it and then have some trust. Yeah. And et cetera. And all of those things like are... They're next level, you know. Yeah, violence like is very arrogant too most of the time because it's you think that you are so right that you're willing to physically enforce your rightness in a situation against another person. Right. And if that's done in self-defense, that's different from extending a violent act to somebody. Yeah. Um. It's just not great. No. Really Again, it's a race to the bottom. We're talking a lot about races to the bottom lately. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, crazy. Well, anyway, I think that's our short. Yeah, that's our short. Um, Chapter 31. You should get yourself a copy of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Stephen Mitchell, and read it. It's very uh, comforting in times like these because... It is. I think it's so... It feels a lot more accessible than I think people make it out to be. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be. I think part of the problem is this makes me immediately think of um, things like Shakespeare mm. and other things where they 
they've sort of been like relegated to the like intellectual domain. And so a lot of people who don't think of themselves in that way mm-hmm. don't access them. Yeah. Um, not that I'm advocating that Shakespeare is particularly a good one. It's just a good example of like a very famous work that has has some merit for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But, you know, anyway, my point being is that a lot of times these things like they get so over intellectualized that they become sort of un- unaccess- unaccessible to I mean, even to myself, like I, you know, mm-hmm. I went to college and I think of myself as someone who enjoys academia and, and yeah. appreciates the pursuit of knowledge. But, um, but I also find it's like, wow, it's some pretentious bullshit right there. You yeah. know, when someone's like, oh, well, you know, this, this really, what this really means, like interpretations <laughs> and things like you can read it at face value. I mean, like what we just read, it's like, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, you don't have to read into any kind of like weird spiritual, well, any kind of spiritual this, level or anything. It's like pretty straightforward. Yeah. Like, are you interested in hurting people with violence? Have you considered that that might not actually be the best outcome for anyone, mm-hmm. including yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. It's this was meant to be easily accessible. This is a handbook for how to not be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty good and, one. And how to not live every day in existential dread. Right. Like, that's yeah. it. It's very very basic yeah um it's good yeah you should you should read it well i derailed our ending but we can that's our that's kind of our thing (laughs) great okay bye